And welcome to a new edition of the Goshen News Sports Podcast. I am Goshen News Sports Editor Austin Huff, and with me in the studio today um, is hopefully a permanent co-host. Um, that's the plan, at least, as of now. Uh, as you have may have seen, uh, if you follow me on Twitter, at uh, Austin Huff TGN, good plug in there. Uh, if you read the Goshen News, if you follow our content online, you may have noticed in the last week that we have hired a new full-time sports reporter here at the Goshen News. His name is Evan Leepak. He comes to us from the beautiful state of Florida, and uh, he is now officially a member of the Goshen News sports staff and the Goshen News sports podcast. Evan, welcome to freezing cold Indiana. <clears throat> Yeah, you're not kidding. It's definitely <laughs> freezing cold. I really appreciate that you uh, pronounced my last name right. This is Leepak. why. Very yeah, good. This is I why I, I do the. I looked it up. You know, made sure to ask you beforehand. Yeah. How do I say his last name? Because I'm going to have to say it on the podcast. I've had three people actually text me this week. How do you say your last name? Really? So they want, they want to know. They want to know too, because it's spelled L E P A K. So I think a lot of people think it's going to be French. You know, like Lepak. You know, but it's not. It's Leepak. It's a little, little deceiving sometimes. So the most common mess up is Lepac. Lepac. So, there you go. There you go. Very French in Le nature. Pac. You can really, really French it up, Lepac. So, <laughs> uh, Evan, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. We're obviously very excited to have you here, but uh, tell us a little bit about where you grew up and what you've been doing with your life and what got you to Goshen, Indiana. Yeah, sure. Um, that's one of my favorite things to do is talk about myself. I know. Obviously. You've done it a lot in the last Not, week. Yeah. And I've seen um, most of it happen, so it's been very exciting. Um, yeah, so obviously my column came out a couple of days ago. Um, all, a lot of what I'm going to say was in there, but um, I 25 years all in Florida. Grew up in Florida, Central Florida area. And then uh, for three years I was at the University of Florida, after I got my uh, AA degree at a closer college. Mm -hmm. So I went there, journalism, sports journalism, and like I said in my, in my uh, column, five different publications, including the Independent Florida Alligator, which is the largest student-run newspaper in the country. Mm. Biased, I'll probably say it's the best as well. I mean, but um, I mean, University of Missouri. You know, we got some good stuff too. I would agree that it's good. It's I mean, a fantastic. I'm not journalism gonna, you know, school. you know. I'm just saying, Mizzou. We're also pretty good. So, anyway, continue with your life story, please. But yeah, so but I grew up a Florida fan, and my dad graduated from there in the late '80s. So it's always something I wanted to do. I always wanted to work in sports, so I thought this would be a good alley for that. And uh, yeah, I've learned everything I know journalism wise at UF. It was a great three years. Had a great time there for sure. So, and now here I am after a tweet from you mm -hmm. that uh, was posted in late October. A day after you posted, I saw it. I was like, in this industry, you got to apply for whatever you can apply for. You know, it's very competitive. So, uh, went ahead, applied for it, and then the rest is history after that, I guess. Yeah. So. Yeah. It was, uh, <clears throat> you never know where you're going to start. That's just kind of similar with how I got to this job, too, where I was just looking at job board and. It was one of the first ones I saw, and I'm like, well, I said something about covering Notre Dame. Like, why not? Like, let's just see what happens. And we, I applied, and they hired me, which I, I still don't believe. Um, it's been two and a half years, so, and now I'm running the show, which I still don't believe. Um, so, yeah, crazy, crazy times. Um, and you're a Tampa sports fan, right? All the all the Tampa pro teams, basically, are your uh, calling card? Yeah, the uh, Lightning for as far as the NHL goes, NFL, big Bucks fan, have been for since I was like six years old. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
That's the Rays on the MLB, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tampa mm-hmm. Bay Rays. They had a good run this past postseason, just like the Lightning did, obviously. Um, for the NBA, Orlando Magic. Mm-hmm. I could be a Raptors fan now. I mean, you, they're, they're you in, could, yeah. In Tampa the Tampa for this Raptors, season, yeah. So. Maybe yeah. I'll, maybe I'll watch them a little bit as well. Yeah. But, Buc- uh, yeah. Buccaneers, Buccaneers won a playoff game this past weekend, first time since you were seven. Yeah, January <laughs> two thousand three since the Super Bowl. Yeah. That had to have been a really surreal uh, feeling. What was that like on Saturday? Uh, it was pretty surreal for sure. Um, I'll, like I said, I've been watching that team religiously for nineteen years now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember the Super Bowl pretty well, honestly. Uh, that that whole playoff run. And the Bucks have only been in the playoffs like two, three times since then. Mm-hmm. It's been 13 years. So yeah, obviously once you get Tom Brady the goat, <laughs> no shocker there. We're gonna we're gonna be successful and get to the postseason, win some games. So mm-hmm. it'll yeah. be it'll be tough um, this Sunday for sure. We lost to the Saints the last two times in the regular season, but hopefully we can pull it out when it matters most. Yeah, yeah. So. For for uh, for fear of another tangent that I. I won't talk about the Chicago Bears. Um, we don't need to bring that Are up. Are you sure, man? I'm we good. should. The Nickelodeon I, uh, I mean, broadcast is pretty cool. Yeah, I'm sure it was. So I'm sure it was. <laughs> um, for fear of breaking, you know, I don't want to smack another table and upset Shilo and their audio, so I don't want to talk about the Bears. Um, it's probably for the best. It is for the best. It is for the best. So, uh, Evan, we are, we're super pumped to have you here, um, obviously. Uh, it would be bad if we weren't, I guess, excited to have you here. Just uh, So, yeah, man, it should be fun times. And uh, you've already gotten kind of a taste of the area a little bit. You were with me on Friday night at uh, Lakeland and West Noble. Girls mm-hmm. basketball, boys basketball doubleheader. Um, you got shown the business right away uh, with with those two games being delayed by nearly an hour each. Um, actually, the boys game was delayed by more than an hour. Um something with a transportation issue or something. I'm not 100% sure what happened, but uh, yeah, it was two competitive games we saw out there, Lakeland and West Noble girls game. Uh, both games were decided by four points. And uh, what were some maybe of your observations from, from those two games that you noticed? So, um, Honestly, the girls game, they were two, two very good records on both sides. So I wasn't surprised with the quality of basketball I watched. Um, it was it was on both sides of the ball, offense and defense, very crisp. Both teams were very good passing teams, really knew how to distribute the ball. It was impressive the way that they, you know, distributed the ball, got it inside and outside, both inside and outside, mm-hmm. and they made the shots when they needed to. Yeah, um, yeah both those teams are going to contend for the sectional this year and the conference and all that stuff should be really interesting. Lakeland, I've talked about in Len West Noble, I've talked about them both kind of at nauseum on the podcast in the last, you know, couple couple weeks, but they're they're pretty good. West Noble won the game. They have a chance to win the NECC. Uh, the conference tournament is this week, uh, which is always a crapshoot. Uh, just a really interesting tournament. But uh, and the boys game too. West Noble won as well. Um, I know you you were uh, you took some photos from that one. You were you were involved. I made you a little more involved. On the second game, mm-hmm. the first game, you know? I enjoyed that. It was cool. Yeah, I was so uh, getting my feet wet in that a little bit. Right. So obviously, you thought you uh, you were you were impressed by the play of uh, Brockton Miller from from West Noble. Is that is that correct? Yeah, yeah the point guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was very good. Um, he really uh, led the offense very well. Obviously, a very good 
passer, as you'd expect from a point guard. But he also had 16 points, which tied his season high up to this point. So Mm -hmm. as a senior, obviously, you would expect that. But seeing it in person, I was very impressed with that. Yeah, it was a good game. Came down to the wire. um, Made deadline really interesting uh, for us. So, uh, But, hey, we got everything in by 1026 for our 1030 deadline. So that's all that matters, right? So... Mm -hmm. No one, no one got angry at anybody, um, which was exciting. So, uh, yeah, West Oval is a team right now. Uh, when you look at that NECC bracket uh, this week, it, it sets up pretty well for the Chargers to maybe make it to the final of the tournament on Saturday night. Um, they're in the nicer half of the setup. The bottom half of that bracket features the top three teams in the conference. So you got to think that West Oval has a chance. You know, they're going to play Fairfield on Wednesday. Uh, the Falcons are a little down this year. And the other teams on the other half of that bracket aren't playing as well. So, you know, should be an interesting tournament. You're going to be out there for the finals on Saturday night for that. I'll be out there on Wednesday and Friday for games. Um, it is an interesting tournament just how, you know, there's so many teams and a lot of good teams this year on both the girls and the boys' side. Mm-hmm. Uh, that brackets The brackets aren't maybe <laughs> as balanced as they – you know, can be, but that's the beauty of the blind draw, I guess. Um, you'll get to learn to love or hate the blind draw in Indiana, just an FYI. It's been a talking point on this podcast before. So, for we sure. don't, yeah. Well, either way, I'm excited for Saturday. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it'll be the finals for both right. the girls and the boys. So, mm-hmm. one way or the other, it's going to be some good basketball that day, I'm expecting. So, yeah. I'm excited to be able to cover that for yeah. sure. And uh, <clears throat> you'll be covering some some history potential history tonight i know we're we're taping this podcast before the tuesday night games so if you're listening after the tuesday night games the history has probably already been made but uh goshen senior Bryn shoop hill is two points away from tying the all-time career scoring record at goshen three points away from breaking it uh amy swihart has the record 1219 points she's a 2013 graduate and Bryn. At the timing, at the time of the taping of this podcast, has one thousand two hundred and seventeen points. So you will be out there tonight to see that history in the making um, at Goshen High School. Uh, you know, when uh, she's obviously a great player and uh, going to Dayton for college. So it should be very exciting to see them play. And and Goshen's a good team this year, man. They're thirteen and three, four and zero in the conference, uh, Northern Lakes Conference, and. Uh, you know, I'm sure you're, you'll are you be excited to go out there and see some history tonight, so. No doubt. Yeah, yeah it makes sense that she uh, would get it, well, that she's going to a Division One school to play basketball. It makes complete sense, obviously, with that kind of record on the line. Mm-hmm. So, yep. yeah, that would be cool. I'll be sure, well, I'm sure she's going to break it, so <laughs> the story that's going to run yeah. will certainly have mm-hmm. some quotes from her, yeah. for sure. If she doesn't break it, then that's also probably a story, too, so, you know. Yeah, probably one not, way, probably not a good one. Yeah, yeah probably, probably not, not a good, good story. Yeah. But uh, I kind of mentioned it there for a second. Um, but Goshen's having a very good season. Like I said, 13-3 and overall, 4-0 in the NLC. And this Saturday down in Warsaw, we're going to get a chance to de- pretty much determine who wins the conference championship. Goshen and Warsaw both have the same records in girls basketball right now. And a uh, little bit of, uh, you know, History, in a sense, uh, the Warsaw coach Lenny Krebs coached Goshen from 2004 to 2017. Uh, so this will be the fourth meeting between the two schools since Lenny left. Uh, the Goshen current coach Sean Hill was an assistant under Lenny 
and cites Lenny as uh, as really the reason why he coached girls basketball. Uh, Sean used to coach. Um, he was an assistant for some boys' teams. He actually had coached girls at Bremen for a couple years too. Um, but he says that Lenny was kind of like the guy who helped him get into girls' basketball, really pick to stay in girls' basketball. So, you know, in theory, without Lenny Krebs, like maybe Sean Hill isn't coaching Goshen you know, this year, and they're not maybe not having the year that they are having. Um, so this will be the fourth meeting between the two of them. Uh, Warsaw has won the last two. Goshen won the first one head-to-head, but Warsaw won the last two games, uh, including a 42-28 win last year at Goshen. Uh, you know, should be a lot of emotion Saturday night down in Warsaw when you got two guys who are really close, two coaches like that who are close to each other. And, uh, you know, Goshen has a chance to win the NLC for the first time since 1987. Wow. Um, what were you doing in 1987, Evan? Well, I didn't exist yet, so <laughs> <laughs> neither did you. I, I didn't don't think, exist so. either, yeah. so uh, <laughs> it's been a long time. Sheila, do we want to go to podcast historian Sheila Selman, 1987? Graduated from West Noble High School. There you go. So uh, she uh, she has uh, you know you know 28 years of the paper. So it's pretty impressive. Sheila, That's I awesome, gave her a shout out last week for that, and given another shout out this week too. It's pretty impressive. It's been 28 years. It's somewhere you deserve a shout out. Shout for out. Sure, a couple so. shout outs. Yeah. So <laughs> I've only been I've only spent 26 years on Earth. So you know it's we, we got a couple more years to catch up to that. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it should be a fun one on Saturday. We'll have Steve Steve Craw down there uh, covering that for us. Warsaw also hasn't won the conference since 2013. What were you doing in 2013? That's the question. I can answer that yeah, one. Yeah, you can answer yeah. that one. Um, 2013, well, is it the spring? It was the spring of 2013? Yeah, so, so it they won the conference in the 2012-13. I was a junior in high school. Yeah, I was graduating, getting ready to graduate high school. So senior, Sick. old, old guy, me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably probably at my uh, senior banquet. You know, same time frame as Warsaw won the sec the conference. Maybe I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, just speculating there. Down in Chicago land. Yeah, down yeah. in the Chicago land. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it should be a good one on Saturday. Um, this will be a busy Saturday for all of us. Um, you're going to be covering the NECC finals on Saturday. Mm-hmm. We've got Steve down at NLC. Wrestling, which is at Warsaw, and then that girls' basketball game is also at Warsaw, so he gets to spend his whole Saturday in Warsaw. It's very exciting. Um, Sounds fun. Good for Steve. <laughs> Steve's, wow. Steve's gonna have a blast. He 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 uh, he's gonna he enjoys wrestling. So, and uh, and I will be at uh, two games as well. The Goshen boys' basketball team plays Saturday night uh, against East Noble, but during the day I will be at the Northern Lakes Conference swimming finals the conference championship finals and they're under a unique format this year. Uh, they will be doing a setup to where, uh, they will be doing the prelims on Thursday in two different locations, one at Northridge, one at Concord. Uh, they separated the teams based on kind of like competitiveness and size of the teams. So, you'll have Goshen, Warsaw, Northwood and Northridge at Northridge. And then you'll have Wawasee, Mishawaka, Plymouth, and Concord over at Concord. So, uh, Northridge girls won the regular season portion of this tournament or of the conference. Um, they can win it outright by winning the conference meet uh, on Saturday. Um, so, they're doing swimming prelims on Thursday. Each school is allowed to have 
20 tickets for parents, fans, whoever to show up to watch in person. Friday, they're doing the diving, all of the diving prelims and finals uh, at Concord. So fans will be allowed for that as well. And then Saturday, they're doing the swimming finals at Concord, but there will be no spectators allowed. Uh, No parents, no other teammates, um, just the people who are swimming so we can space them out in the stands to keep them because it's eight schools coming in, you know, for one one final. So uh, I was talking with uh, Dave Harms. He's the Northridge Athletic Director, and he's kind of like the chair, the chairman of swimming for the conference, basically. And he was just saying, like, yeah, I mean, we just had to, you know, it, it's a bummer that they can't have fans, obviously, for the final. And, you know, as a parent, you know, I, I would be upset, too, probably that I couldn't see my kid. But, um there will be live streamed, right? There'll be a live stream of mm-hmm. it, and um, you can watch it at home, I guess. So, um, yeah, it's kind of an interesting setup. You know, they're trying to do their best they can. Parents will at least be able to watch the prelims in person. At least they can compete. You know, that's the biggest thing. Right. You want you want the swimmers to be able to compete, the athletes to be able to compete. You know, if it is what it is. This year is hard for everybody. Every You're changing, like, every 20 seconds, it feels like, so... <laughs> I mean, obviously, it'd be nice to be a normal normal tournament, but as long as they're getting a chance to compete, that's all that really matters in this type of year. So Right, right, and I think that's the, a lot of the sentiments expressed by the coaches that I've talked to and, and, and Dave as well. Just like, you know, hey, you know, yes, it's a bummer that there won't be fans. And I went to the – I was at the NLC boys final last year, and you have, like, the girls' teams in the stands cheering for the boys, and then at the – girls finally get the boys cheering for the girls and it's just a really it's actually one of the most uh uh it's probably one of the best atmospheres in terms of like a competition you know the swimming people they get really into it you know Mm -hmm. so like it's a really awesome environment and everyone's cheering for their swimmers and go go you know it's like really intense so uh there will be some of that missed you know next uh uh this week but like you mentioned, they're going to get a chance to swim. They're going to get a chance to compete, you know, still win the NLC championship potentially. Um, and that's really like the, all that matters, you know, mm-hmm. um, it will be interesting to see what they do for the postseason, like more po- like sectionals, which are a little more controlled by the IHSAA. Um, you know, what will those look like? That's going to be the, the big question. Will they follow similar setups you know to this where they just do it how a normal year would look and have just no fans in general uh it's going to be interesting it's going to be interesting to see how they monitor that and figure out um who's uh what they're going to do so i don't envy anybody who has to make decisions right now i I have enough stress following the decisions let alone (laughs) making the decisions um so yeah so yeah, um, that's kind of a recap, a little bit of what's been going on this past week, uh, going on in the local sports world at least. Um, you know, nationally, we kind of hit on the NFL playoffs a little bit with your Buccaneers mm-hmm. um, and my my Bears, which we won't get into um, for for the piece and Mitch Trubisky though he won the uh, MVP, the Nickelodeon Valuable yeah. Player. Yeah, so at least he has that. You know, I can't take that away from him. He, he has that over to Sean Watson and Patrick Mahomes. So, you know, uh, yeah. And obviously last night we crowned a national champion in college football. Uh, Alabama beat up on Ohio State. Uh, as 
uh, Florida and Missouri grads. We got to see Alabama beat both of our teams this mm-hmm. season. Um, Florida put up more of a fight, though. I mean, congratulations, <laughs> I guess. I mean, is, Mizzou isn't supposed to beat Alabama. Florida is so. the only uh, only team Alabama will held had Alabama with one position one possession loss, I should say. So six points. Every every other game was more than one possession. So mm-hmm. so that's something they have. I yeah. guess hang up, hang yeah. up that banner in uh, at the swamp. I saw it on Twitter. There's a couple memes of that. There you, you go. Know, so hang, hang doesn't it up, surprise man. me. Hang it up in the in the at the at the swamp. I don't even know what the name of that stadium. Ben Hill Griffin. Ben right? Hill Griffin Stadium. Ben Hill Griffin yep. Stadium. Hang yep. it up in Ben Hill. So do it. I mean, the end of the season was pretty bad. So that's all we got. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is what it is. But uh, anything uh, anything else catch your eye from the national sports scene this weekend, Evan? That you had a hot take you needed to get off your chest. This is this is your space right here, man. Set us set us off on the on the right tone. You know what I mean? So, um, hmm. Do you think Devontae Smith deserved the Heisman? Yeah. You think he did? Yeah. I think he pretty much yeah the I way mean, he performed last night. If you're night. gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna ask uh, if Kyle Trask should have won it, it's no. But if you're looking at stats, I mean, if you're looking he at the pure numbers, it. he had the best numbers. Yeah, but yeah. you know, numbers sometimes can be a little misleading. He also had the most losses of anybody on the Heisman ballot. So well, when know. Tim Tebow won the Heisman, the Gators went nine and three that year. So, and they didn't do anything. Yeah. Interesting. They they lost in like the Capital One Bowl. So and he still won the Heisman. I mean, I'm so. just saying. But what did uh, what did Devontae Smith have in one half last night? Like 12, 12 catches, two hundred fifteen yards, three touchdowns. three touchdowns. Yeah, that's insane. That's ridiculous. It's in like one not half. fair. One half. It's not that's fair. Crazy. So, yeah that that was a that was a, it was a competitive game at least early. It was close early, um, but you know once Alabama like started really turning on the afterburners, it was pretty much over. They were so. the best team. I mean, right. All the the whole right. year, you could just tell that it, yeah. the. Alabama was probably going to win the national title mm-hmm. just the way it was going to be with yeah. all the fire, firepower they had. Mac Jones playing out of his mind. Right. He broke a he broke the college he broke he broke a record last night with the amount of pass yards he had. So mm-hmm. right. So. And uh, makes that Notre Dame loss look a little better, <clears throat> I guess. Yeah. So did you see all the people celebrating in Tuscaloosa mm-hmm. on Twitter? Yeah, that looked, was crazy. Looked like a normal year of celebrating, which uh, yeah. you know, not great given this is not a normal year. Um, like it doesn't surprise me that much because yeah. it's Alabama and it's college students; they're gonna right. do what they want. Yeah, but just to see that was like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like there's that whole street was jam packed with people. Yeah, it looked like they were like you know, like it was like any other normal year, mm-hmm. and it's like, nah, it's not. You should probably you know. Not be doing that. It's I'm sure a, everyone was wearing their masks. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure at least, right? Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> wearing their masks. You know, yeah. sipping. Uh, you know, sipping their dollar. You know, beers through the mask, probably. Right. Yeah. Living the life. Living the best. Their best lives. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting. Obviously, they can't necessarily monitor like who tested. If anyone gets COVID from that, but like when Notre Dame stormed the field against Clemson when they won that game, there was a big hoopla about like, oh, COVID protocols and whatnot. But, you know, all the students at the game had to be wearing their masks. Maybe they took them down when they were running on the field. But Was there a spike? There was no spike at Notre Dame. So they they, they tested everybody before they left campus two weeks later, and there wasn't really a, a spike. True. So 
Well, I have a hard time believing there won't be at least a little spike right. at the University Tus- of Alabama. If Tuscaloosa yeah. has like a 40% positivity rate in the next week or two. Like, we know why. We'll probably yeah. know why. Super <laughs> spreader event. Super yeah. spreader. Um, yeah, so, well, I think uh, that's going to wrap up probably this this edition of the Goshen New Sports Podcast. Evan, welcome aboard, man. We're happy to have you here. Um, please don't do anything stupid. Um, that's my advice. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited, excited to be here, excited to uh, cover all the local sports and be a part of this community. Looking forward to telling the stories of these athletes for sure. Yep, the weather will get better. I promise. Yeah, right it now might it's get not worse. so great. <laughs> it might get worse before it gets better, but it will get better. I promise. Um, it does not stay this cold and dark all the time. Um, maybe by June, you know, the sun will pop out again. Looking forward to March, more mild weather. Huh? <laughs> yeah, little, March, little March more mild April, weather. Don't get yeah. your hopes up too high. You never know. Uh, well, Evan, we'll get we'll we'll uh, we'll bring this we'll circle this back next week, and we'll have more to talk about. Obviously, busy time coming up as we illustrated with this Saturday, and all of a sudden, girls basketball sectionals are right around the corner. NLC wrestling, all the sectionals for that. Sectionals for swimming. It's going to be a busy time, man. Welcome. You came at the right time. All yeah. the stuff's happening. At You're, all welcome. Once. You're welcome. You're welcome. Looking yeah. forward to Thank it. Thank you yeah. for coming <laughs> to sacrifice. So you're not by your yourself time. anymore. So. Yeah, I appreciate that. So, uh, well, that again, that'll wrap up this edition of the Ghost News Sports Podcast. We'll be back talking more local sports next week.